Hello and welcome to the Faculty Podcast, covering the latest breakthroughs, research, news and insight delivered by the world's leading academic and industry figures. I should first say that this book has come out as uh, um, uh, uh, just over 20 years later since the 1999 famous and uh, what was a very controversial NATO intervention in Kosovo at that time. And in many ways, Kosovo gives us a quite a unique opportunity to, to reflect on some of the big major changes and all, all at the same time continuities in global politics uh, since then. Um, in this sense, the revival of nationalism across the world and uh, that happening at the same time with new conflicts, uh, also with new challenges for interventionism. Um, all of these are particularly relevant for my book's topic. Um, I would also add here the general debate about uh, whether diversity is in itself um, a positive aspect or a detrimental feature of our societies. And we've seen this debate happening both in the West and in the uh, non-Western world. So the trouble relations between the, uh, the nation-state model, liberal values, democratic governance, migration, multiculturalism, uh, globalization and its challenges, inequality, all this continue to uh, to, to, to dominate some of the main debates of current interna international relations. And I would also add to, to the list that evidence this, the fact that we have resurging populism, far-right isolationism, inequality, but also more specific issues like um, extremism, uh, the migrant crisis that uh, Europe has experienced, um, the, the spread of civil wars, state fragility, and the region of the Balkans itself um, is, is, is experiencing at the moment an increasingly political uh, uh, problem. And uh, we have a lot of tensions uh, between, between Balkan states. Um, and all this illustrates the, 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 some of the limits of how the Western actors have been involved in the region uh, for over 20, 30 years. And yet we still have so many challenges. So the role of the European Union, of the United States, uh, are quite contested um, and we have, we have big limits of their actions in, in the region. And last thing I would say about the context is that in light of these problems, it is important to, to keep on discussing and debating how international efforts to, to export uh, what is called the modern liberal democratic state um, have founded actual precarious political environments, uh, forms of uh, what we call hybrid governance. And broadly speaking, uh, we see political regimes that, that sometimes lack both internal and external legitimacy. The central point of my research is to investigate, through the case of Kosovo, some of the main problems of contemporary state building, uh, which has generally been externally driven and we can, we've seen that uh, in, in the post-colonial, in the post-communist, but also post-conflict contexts. One fundamental challenge has been to manage the social and ethno-national diversity. And so new states have become rather preoccupied, uh, if not uh, forced to deal with the integration 
uh, accommodation or protection of all its constituents people. So because of all these different options, that's why I chose to, to, to name uh, this, this task of contemporary states to, to manage diversity. Um, and the case of Kosovo too falls into the paradigm of contemporary liberal state building, where in the absence of a strong bond, a strong link between the state and the society, um, this becomes a challenge for the processes of uh, democratization, institution building, and the development of, uh, of domestic sovereignty. So uh, I'm looking at, uh, at how the challenge of, of managing diversity and dealing with, it, um, with respecting the, the rights of its minorities um, into, especially in a post-conflict uh, uh, context where reconciliation is very important. So for example, reconciliation between the majority Albanians and now the, the minority Serbs living in Kosovo is, uh, the, is, is you know, it, it is at the top of the uh, international uh, agenda on uh, supervising Kosovo and supervising Kosovo's um, um, state building. So how Kosovo and other states around the world uh, are dealing are managing their internal ethno-national diversity uh, really uh, can, can, can really represent uh, a symbol of uh, good governance uh, and a good way of gaining not just external but also internal legitimacy. In, in my book, I really look into uh, great detail at this uh, discrepancy between uh, the Euro and de facto um, um, ways of protecting, accommodating, and, and integrating uh, the different um, community groups, minority groups in, in Kosovo. So on the one hand, Kosovo has uh, some of the uh, most advanced, detailed, far-reaching legislation as regards the protection of, of its uh, minorities. Um, and, uh, I, I, and, and that looks not only on the, on the main, um, you know, the, the main priority being to address the needs and the conditions of uh, the Kosovo Serbs in, in the new context, but also other, uh, the other smaller uh, community groups uh, that, that exist in, 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 in Kosovo. And in this, I can include um, communities like the, the Bosniaks, the Turks, uh, the Gorani, uh, the Roma, uh, the Croats, and the Montenegrins as very small minorities as well. And uh, the language itself is very important where you have a difference between uh, the term community and the term minority. Uh, that is to avoid uh, a derogatory uh, uh, situation uh, of, of any of the communities living in, in, in Kosovo. Um, I looked at uh, the political representation where there's very strong elite level representation of all minorities um, and very much in line with power sharing arrangements um, that we've seen in other uh, international state building post-conflict processes. Um, also look at language rights uh, where, where uh, there's this extensive um, rights for translation of all documentation in, in, in Serbian, for example, recognizes as a state language as well. Um, and then I look at uh, decentralization is, is another key um, chapter of, of, of my book, where I look at how we have uh, forms of um, ethnic decentralization uh, 
um, that's created very strong, uh, for example, Serbian-dominated um, um, uh, municipalities. Um, and these Serb municipalities uh, have, have had the purpose of reinforcing the position uh, and reassuring Serbs of their continuity in the, in the post-independence, post-2008 uh, context of, of, of Kosovo. Uh, however, the de facto reality uh, shows us a very, uh, a very actually a, a various character of the implementation of this extensive far-reaching uh, minority rights and, uh, and conditions. Uh, and what do I mean by that? Uh, well, for example, the elite representation does not um, compensate for some of the big uh, generic problems that these minorities have. So the community problems in terms of poverty, access to employment, uh, infrastructure, access to healthcare, to education, uh, all these issues are disproportionately still affecting minorities despite uh, high-level elite representation. Uh, the main thing, the reconciliation between the Serbs and, and the majority Albanian community is still uh, very volatile. And we've seen ups and downs since 2008. And at the moment, there's, there's an escalation of tensions between, uh, between uh, the political parties representing Serbs and the majority Albanians. And uh, the influence of Serbia in this context is very important, remains a key factor um, that actually contradicts uh, the, the far-reaching rights that Serbs have within Kosovo legislation. Um, um, another example is with, with decentralization, where instead of uh, reinforcing uh, the, the position of, uh, of minorities in Kosovo, it actually risks, uh, it, it puts the risk of segregation and of enclavization is what I called of, of um, uh, ethnic Serbs, for example, in Kosovo. Uh, so we need to look very carefully at how we implement far-reaching rights, because not only that they don't necessarily reach their, their goal to, to help and empower communities, but actually they, have, they can have unintended consequences uh, and can actually foster segregation and separation instead of integration or accommodation. Overall, with, uh, with my book, uh, I show that in how we uh, reflect on uh, international state building uh, processes and missions, uh, we need to take into consideration both, uh, both endogenous and exogenous factors. So most of the literature on post-conflict state building uh, predominantly looks at, um, at external factors, of the role of international uh, state builders, or of the uh, United States, or of the United Nations, or of the European Union. Uh, but I say that this, that's not the full story. And especially through the example of Kosovo, we see um, we can explain many uh, of the unintended consequences of state building in, in, uh, in Kosovo in the region by looking at, uh, at the you know, very detailed issues like uh, the the way the smaller the smallest communities um, that are affected by uh, post conflict reconciliation uh, legislation are affected, for example, um, and in the you know in this you know to continue this you know the things that I said about unintended consequences of uh, of stability in Kosovo, uh, we have this uh, gap between progress and segregation, uh, the risk of group differentiation. Um, 
the hierarchization of, of, of ethnic communities in post-conflict states, um, and, and the fact that we don't have very clear distinction between power sharing arrangements and what I call generic integration of, of communities. Um, and at the same time through this book, I really want to uh, acknowledge the unique features of each community. And uh, I look into, uh, into, the, into detail uh, and I pay a lot of respect to the smallest uh, communities that exist in Kosovo. Uh, so not just the Kosovo Serbs in relationship with the majority Albanians. Um, overall, the problematic legitimacy and uh, the domestic sovereignty of Kosovo remains uh, open to, to, to debate. Um, and it will be uh, even more challenging, I think, on the Kosovo in the long term, beyond uh, international recognitions and uh, its, its contested status. What's going to be even more challenging is to build up its internal legitimacy. <laughs>